it's 8 19 p.m eastern standard time thursday november 18th 2021 and this week i wanted to discuss understanding daily alignment before leaving home and decompression after returning back home but first let's get into our subtopics for the week starting with playlist the showlish and mending hearts Depending on where you're listening, you'll be able to share your reflection on any of these episodes via a voice record, review, and or a possible rating. I will also be incorporating more healthier shares, of course, and conversing about more healthier efforts, boundaries, and just all of that amazing stuff. This pilot episode is sponsored by Studsman Fashion, where stud is more than a word, it's a lifestyle. Shop their exclusive brands, custom designs, and find your style with feel. They literally have something for everyone, including you, her, him, and them. Right now, they have a BOGO blowout sale going on throughout the holidays. Don't forget to purchase your electronic gift cards and shop Stuzman Fashion now or later at your leisure. The link will be in the description of this episode. Exclusions and restrictions may apply. Stuzman Fashion, you're going to like your style with feel. So let me know how you're feeling about this episode after listening you can choose a variety of feelings and emotions keep in mind that you can feel more than one at a time and you get to choose by your own definition how to process and express them and if you can be so kind as to write a review and or rate this episode if your listening platform permits it would be greatly appreciated now to check in in this very moment i am just feeling tired amazing exhausted relaxed happy and excited and i absolutely know that i don't sound like any of those things but i am i do So that leads me into our first subtopic of this week, playlist. Part of my personal message was, what is your morning ritual, Kai? Well, as long-winded as it is to explain that, here's a shorter version. When I awake, I breathe and stretch in bed before starting my frequency tuning meditation then there's tai chi meditation with my pure possibilities meditation and if i'm up to it i'll do my daily calm guided meditation sessions the only noise around me at that time is the life of my surroundings so i continue to practice patience of course and also equanimity and that's why birds singing and traffic doesn't bother me or noise from the neighbors again it doesn't bother me because i know that as well as i'm existing in my space they are coexisting outside of my space and in the space that they are taking up guess what i'm coexisting outside of that 
So I just express gratitude towards myself and others and and all of the amazing things that happen, whether I'm interested or not. You know, simply put, I allow myself to be myself. I affirm this for your higher self as well. It is a part of our nature to be a realist. So it would be wise to look into that thoroughly as it could have the potential to be a really great thing. In the words of Joseph Ghosting, every time we become aware of a thought as opposed to being lost in a thought, we experience that opening of the mind. Okay, so like sidebar really, 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 really quick. After major loss of life experiences since September for myself, and I mean they have just been back to back to back to back, I told my family to laugh as often as they could. It's a fact that pretending to laugh hysterically causes our brains to release the same feel-good chemicals as they do when we genuinely have a good old heart-healthy guffaw. You know, if you sense a wave of lightheartedness would do you some good, you're absolutely correct. Make that improvement in your life, world, and universe. It'll put you in a great position when you do that for yourself to do that sameness for others as well. Your priorities seem clear to you today and that will make things easier than usual. The trick is knowing exactly what matters most to you right now. And that gem was free. And now, to step into our second subtopic for this week, Besholisch. It's a German term that means contemplative. Part of my personal message was, cue up your feel-good playlist, Kai. And I actually did that. Listen, you have to know that there is so much strength in you and me because we matter. In every action we carry out, there's strength. And I need you to know that. So again, find a way to do the work that you feel to do. Put on your favorite playlist and spin inside yourself until you're content. Play your favorite playlist and dance your pain away. Play your favorite playlist and cook your pain away. Play your favorite playlist and clean your pain away. Again, there is so much strength in those actions me personally i cook i clean i dance even though i can't dance all i can do is just sway to 
you know, like the beat of the music or more so the rhythm because rhythm is all I got. But all of that, like twerking, gyrating and yeah, not for me. I I would have gotten in trouble had I called myself bumping and grinding or gyrating on a woman. Yeah, my mother wasn't having it. And you know what? Even to this day, at the age that I am presently, I still do not do those things. Anyhow, in knowing that, all of that, I am entering a new phase of unstoppable blessings. And I affirm that for your higher self as well. If you can allow yourself tap into your inner child to be able to see the world in a new way if you don't expect the worst of people and of the situation or situation circumstances issues that you face you will recognize that the world treats you kindly in return i know easier said than done i get it But having an optimistic and trusting outlook without attempts to figure out if things will go wrong will draw positive energy into your life. And listen, it could be very well intimidating. I get it. At first, for me, (laughs) it was very intimidating, especially when I would, you know, have to come face to face or more so grips with saying may a specific person who was very difficult to deal with you know may they be at peace it was hard it was intimidating it was frightful but you know what i did it and even if this is your first moment your first time ever i get it However, I'd like to extend this moment of encouragement to you so that you may give it a try. To quote Thoreau, let your capital be simplicity and contentment. If you and someone you aren't on the same page with in regards to something, whatever, whatever that something may be, If you and someone aren't on the same page with that same something, the last thing needed is defensiveness on your part. So try giving them a chance to see if they can actually offer an idea that bring an improvement to whatever the situation circumstance is. It could possibly do just that if you actually allow that person to feel hurt it could actually bring an improvement but see here's the thing it's not an improvement to the actual situation or circumstance at hand the something it would actually be bringing an improvement to the someone sometimes We have to swap lenses simultaneously during the lesson and the teaching. 
and during the teaching and the lesson because that was talking about two people being on the same page regarding a thing and maybe the other person just feels like oh well no that's wrong i'm right and listen who knows but imagine if you actually provided a small little table podium microphone for them to be heard so that they didn't feel misunderstood because after all you are asking for them to understand you correct correct so maybe they feel like they're not being heard and in the midst of all of this chaos you could actually create some common contentment i'm i'm just saying just you know feel me out on that one just give it a try when you do this you're showing people that you stand by your principles with grace and style these days because we need some grace and style these days okay <laughs> i'm just saying a lot of grace and style especially when it's calm and it's still and it's cool and it is so collective it is an amazing feel they may not understand or appreciate it in the beginning if ever but guess what they'll come to respect it it's a it's a it's a good thing to be challenged you know what i mean in fact that is a good challenge in and of itself even the smallest challenges such as that has the hugest impact and that gem was definitely free and on that note let's take a brief pause to decompress if you're driving you may want to pause here and wait until you're in a more comfortable space without movement and please don't do this in the bathroom okay <laughs> because <laughs> i just i just cannot be held accountable nor responsible for the shenanigans that go on in your personal spaces because you decided to decompress in there i i need you to be more mindfully aware <laughs> of your surroundings and the things that you're doing and, and the things that are going on while you're doing your doings so just lean back in an open sitting position relax into your space and inhale and on the exhale relax into your position and allow the uptightness of whatever the previous moments were or the day to just melt away don't force anything breathe in naturally and breathe out naturally breathe in naturally and breathe out naturally breathe in naturally and breathe out naturally.
and I'm back. Thank you so very much for that. I absolutely hope that that was just as beneficial for you as it was for me. Getting into our last and final subtopic of this week, mending hearts. Part of my personal message was, you are already an expert, Kai. And let me tell you something. That kid inside of me had to be so freaking brave while the present day adult me is growing and trying to figure out things. Personal sidebar really quick. I have two sets of parents. The single mom and single dad that created me. And the married parents that raised me. My parents passed away within the first 30 years of my life. Literally at age 15 and then at age 30. My assumed biological toxic dad wanted nothing to do with me since I wasn't a docile dummy under his control. And he made that very clear and concise the very last time we spoke. Not to mention... Tangent. (laughs) Not to mention that... In my research, I learned that my legal binding document of a birth certificate... Even though... (laughs) I'm still trying to get that thing correct. (laughs) Because... You know, there's a lot of shenanigans with it, okay? But if you know anything about birth certificates, then you'll know that on the back of the birth certificate, it clearly states, and I quote, that, I'm going to paraphrase actually, but this is the actual meaning of what's on the back of there, that the father who signs their name in that space is saying that he is legally accountable and responsible for the welfare and well-being of named child of that birth certificate. And so that's the reason why I use the word assumed biological because his name isn't on my birth certificate. And I'm completely okay with that because it took years for me to get to that point where I had to mend my heart and make peace with a situation that it wasn't even my choice. I had no control and no power over any of those shenanigans. Yet, here I am, searching, seeking answers, trying to figure this thing out. Until, finally, I made peace. I actually created the peace that I wanted to make with myself because I knew that my assumed biological father would not, could not. Maybe he's broken. I don't know. But I know me. And there was no way that I was going to continue going on in and about my life throughout my day to day trying to figure that part of me out. I wasn't trying to fix anything. I was just trying to figure, you know, like, it was tough. But nonetheless, 
it was doable and I got it done aside from that my biological mom and I did not have the healthiest connection back then at least not the kind that you would think or imagine that a parent child should have we just didn't have that and again I was okay with that as well I just I got tired of the people pleasing and when you have someone in your face yelling at you raising their voice at you cursing at you what are you gonna do in that moment you see them as a person not some authoritative figure and if this adult child is beginning to lash out and I say adult child because their inner child is speaking through the adult of them I was gonna say the adult them but you get the gist of what it is that I'm trying to explain and so yeah here I am you know teenager kid 20s yelling screaming cursing back at my biological mother and I have to honestly say that that is not healthy at all not that I intended to be disrespectful to her because I am not a disrespectful person she's not even a disrespectful person honestly I just feel like back then we both were misunderstood because you have an adult talking to me like I'm an adult but I'm a child and there is a certain level of mental absence that is not present in those moments so yeah it's gonna be pretty tight uptight actually where you have a situation where two people are literally so keyed up and they are lashing out who wins who wins nobody when there's a feud like that nobody you know but to move on because i can really just be long-winded with those kinds of things and based on things that other people have told me I have some really amazing stories but some of them as amazing as they are I don't wish to dive into that so like I was saying that connection wasn't the healthiest but before my pops passed away my parents were getting a divorce at 15 I was heartbroken because I had two people that loved and cared about me dearly were protecting me from the other person and that was hurting me again the kid me had to be an adult way before my time like I was only 15 years old then but you know my parents had been together about two decades or so you know but just for the mention as a reminder my brother was killed when I was 14 so losing a parent at 15 with so much happening honestly was just beyond the kid in me 
or I should say it was just beyond the kid me because how can you wrap your 14, 15, 16 year old mind around traumatic experiences such as that? Good thing about back then is that I got to sit with my pops one last time before he passed away. And I was so appreciative of that because my grandparents had set that up and my mother absolutely had no issue with it. She just didn't want to be around. And everybody respected everybody's wishes. However, you know, family never realizes how traumatic an experience is for a child until the child begins to act out even when they become an adult themselves. And that goes back to what I was just mentioning about me and my biological mom back then when I was a kid. You know, so during my childhood, my adult mind felt so out of place because it felt like I lost all my parents. I mean, pretty sure I did because at an early age, I lost my biological parents to their addictive vices, meaning they were physically there but mentally absent. And my parents that raised me suddenly were getting a divorce while family knew of the craziness that led to that. And the kid, me, thought it was all my fault for all of that. Like, all of that with my biological parents and my parents that raised me. All of it. I just had no one to speak with about that. Thoughts like maybe I didn't please them enough. Or perhaps I, I could have done things differently or just done anything differently as they asked instead of you know veering off course and things like that like I wasn't a whole kid in their adult life because I was and I am happy to say that my biological mom and I have been building one of the most amazing bonds during this current time and I absolutely appreciate that I didn't know that it was their choices causing the loss I felt then. You know, the disappointment and expectations regarding people were lessons I learned about very quickly. Very, very quickly. I don't wish that kind of loss and void on anyone to experience. However, that kid was so freaking brave to mosh forward survive all that pain and warrior through all the misunderstanding and turmoil and just weird vibes and shenanigans however today though I am none of those experiences they shaped me for sure molded me even but I don't live in those times errors and moments anymore and my life partner and kids will not be reliving any of that during my present day-to-day. -day. Speaking of which, please don't allow the day-to-day -day things to keep going by and not notice and appreciate the things you have. 
that helps to express gratitude. It's a way to seek out the joy once felt as a kid. We lack heavy in that department, to be honest. We'll either be and build the community together or we'll keep toxic repeating cycles on repeat. That's really the gist of it. You know, I don't know if you're a glass half full or a half empty individual. Me, myself, I only care for the contents in the glass to be satisfying and fulfilling. Practicing gratitude has opened so many hearts and blocked so much toxic negative emotions. And that's how I was able to truly unlock happiness with, for, and regarding myself as well as others that I come into contact with or cross paths with or just in my day-to-day -day checking on, you know, my, my, my neighbor folk. You know what I'm saying? I always speak to my elders because the things that I have observed, oh my gosh, listen, stories for days. Really quick, really quick, tangent sidebar, roll with me. There's a neighbor lady. When I see her in observance now, when I see her from afar, just observing, she's always walking with her head down. I have never ever seen anyone speak to this woman and I have never seen her speak to anybody. But let me tell you something, whenever I see her and we're in close proximity, I don't care if we are walking past each other or going in the same direction, I speak to her. Why? Because when she speaks back, she lifts her head and that's all I want her to do. I don't know why she walks with her head down. It's none of my business, actually. But inside of me senses that there is something not right. So I'll do whatever it is that I can. There's another neighbor lady that I often see. She had a really great friend, really great rapport with this other lady. The lady, you know, the friend of hers passed away some time ago. And there used to be three of them. So when the friend passed away, the other neighbor lady that used to be with her no longer was friends with her. And I would always see this neighbor just sitting outside by herself, you know, head down. And I don't like that. That make me feel some kind of way. So every time I see her, I always ask, hey, how's it going? How you doing? You out here getting some air? How, how, how's the day going for you? How you feeling? Let me tell you something. Every single solitary time, I don't care if I got bags in hand, you know, arms full of whatever. I'm stopping. It costs me nothing to do a soft pause in that moment just to check in and check on my elderly neighbor folk that lady lights up every single time i have never seen her smile so big because when her really great friend passed away 
and the other friend kind of abandoned her. I saw it all happening. I didn't say anything. You know what? I just went on ahead and just started speaking to the neighbor lady. Hey, how's it going? Suffice to say that the other neighbor lady, the friend, the one that abandoned her, <laughs> we don't speak anymore. And it's not because I don't want to. We all make choices in this life. That's the one freedom that we do have to make a choice. Yeah, I know that there's a lot of shenanigans going on, but when you really think about it, when it comes to our interactions with people in those present moments, we have a choice. We either will or we won't. So again, like, that makes me happy to share those small moments because as small as they are, they have huge impact. So I choose only what is good for me and for my well-being. And I affirm that for your higher self as well. So it doesn't matter how strong your desire is or how real your visions could be. It is not possible to go back and undo a particular thing you did then. I mean, I know that. I know that now, actually. I mean, like, really know it. You know what I mean? I know it, I feel it, and it's it's there. Right there in the core, it's planet. Because what and how those things happened back then led me to where I am now. Just like for many of you. Those things that happened back then, it led you to who you are and where you are right now. So I'm truly grateful for those polarized experiences. The universe always provides us with an opportunity to use what we learned from those past experiences because we become more mindful and prepared to get it correct. To quote Kevin Hancock, apologies aren't meant to change the past. They are meant to change the future. They just got to come from a pure, genuine heart space, though. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't make sense to say I apologize. Because for me, yeah, in my mind just then, in this moment, I'm getting ready to cue Anita Baker, okay? I don't know if anybody else was getting ready to jump on that little bandwagon with me and just ride it on out. But yeah, when I hear someone say, I apologize, I instantaneously just start with the song. I, I, I just start jamming. I just start jamming that song, you know. But we can make a decision that will stand the test of time. Keeping the long-term effects in mind will make this choice clear. And that gem was free. If you're up to accepting that mission for the challenge that it is. And to end this subtopic, here's the thought of the day by T. Harv Ecker. You must acquire the habits and skills of managing a small amount of money before you can have a large amount. Remember, we are creatures of habit and therefore... The habit of managing your money is more important than the amount. And that's a wrap. Until next time, may you be happy, may you be healthy, 
may you be safe and may you be at peace this has been an amazing episode of kai's ramble i'm kai and i'm out